You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we're talking about outdoor, where we talk about outdoor adventures, all the gear that goes with it. Yeah. Um, and destinations. Of- yeah. So we finally have been getting some snow in Utah. Um, it was a rough winter up until this last week. We started getting rough a meeting more, no snow. No snow. It was cool, cold, but no snow. And um, now we're getting a little bit more snow, a little more regularly. So that's that's really nice. And I'm loving the skiing, but also I'm about to purchase a mountain bike. And Oh, snap, really? Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I think I'm supposed to pick it up tomorrow, assuming everything works out. And um, Okay, well, what'd you go with? So I went with a Fazari, uh, the Signal Peak, which is their kind of cross-country slash trail bike. It's a kind of a longer travel cross-country bike or a short travel trail bike. Um and it's a, it's the same bike as my father-in-law had that I've been I was riding this last year and I just really really ended up liking it. I'm sure there's a lot of other bikes out there that are even better or just as good or whatever. Um but I really had no complaints. I was impressed with how well it climbed. I was really impressed with how fun it was on the downhill, how how solid it felt and and I read a lot of reviews on a lot of different bikes and that bike seemed to have good reviews. But uh the bike that I wanted to get from them brand new is about $4,000. But then I found one that was just lightly used, been used for a season um, by a, a guy's wife, mostly actually. Um, and it was in great shape. I mean, almost brand new condition. And it was a nicer bike than what I was going to buy for cheaper than what mm. I was going to buy. And so uh, it's a bike that I, I rode last year pretty much the whole season. And really liked and so i'm pretty excited for that so now i've got this new mountain bike and we're starting to get all this snow and i'm thinking well crap i don't want to wait for three months for the snow to melt to have to well i have have good news for you what's that we live in utah yep we live in ogden utah yep which moab's how how many miles away or hours away four three hours yeah three and a half hours so i mean moab's the obvious right hot spot Outside of, especially, um, I mean, it's cold there, but um, this time of year still, but there's no snow, right, usually? Yeah, there's... Are the trails I mean, dry? there's some snow in Moab, but yeah, a lot of the trails are dry, and the snow's patchy, It's it stays where they're, where it's shady and stuff like that, but for, you can still get out and mountain bike in Moab. Um, if you go further south to, like, St. George, it's a lot warmer down there, and so the, the snow melts. If there is snow, it, it melts within a day or two. Um, but yeah, any of those southern places, it's fairly snow-free, and so you can still get out and have those biking adventures. What's Slick Rock like when it's wet? That doesn't sound good. When it's just wet, um, 
it's not too bad. But when it's snowy and icy, then it's yeah. very slick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, slick rock, though, is, um, I mean, when it's wet, it definitely gets much more slippery, but it's surprisingly grippy for like rubber mountain biking tires or mm. road tires. You can. You can do some hardcore off-roading, like in your in your Jeep or something, on road tires in in Moab because the rock is so grippy when it's dry. But yeah, you add a little snow to it, and it's very slick. Yeah. Because it's just it's smooth, and so where you if you go up into the mountains where it's rocky and stuff like that, the rock itself may not be as as grippy as the sandstone. Um, but there's a lot more variations and stuff. And so you throw snow on that and you still get some traction, but on, on, uh, the slick rock on the sandstone, when it's got a little bit of snow on it, it's really slick. I think I was in my early thirties when I first heard the term, the swell. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea what that was. So, um, but we, but Utah, there's a, there's a, place and it's the grand Raphael swell the san rafael swell Sa- yeah. sorry yeah san yeah. rafael swell and it's um huge it is yeah yeah it's like a it's like a moabby type area spread over a much larger area it's awesome and it's also not um it's not nearly as popular you don't get near the amount of people down there it's also just open that's public land for the most part you can just kind of go wherever camp wherever you still need to be careful because there's like cryptobiotic soil down in the in the deserts that takes a long time to form you don't want to just go hike wherever you want to stick to trails as much as you can and stuff but you can just kind of camp off the side of the road you don't have to be in a particular campground blm right yeah you can um you can go explore the canyons and there's lots of canyons for, for canyoneering. There's some nice places. I, I don't know if there's as much for like mountain biking, like organized trails for mountain biking and stuff, but there's good there's roads. There's good off-road roads. There's dirt roads for exploring. Um, we've been down there as a, with me and my kids uh, every spring for the last three, three springs or something. That was uh, one of our favorite places to go because you go down there and you just don't see that many people. I mean, there's a couple of hot spots. There's like Goblin Valley State Park and there's a uh, little wild horse Canyon slot Canyon. That's really cool. But those places are fairly popular, but most other places down there, you just hardly see anyone. So it's pretty nice. God, Utah is so diverse. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Um, so yeah, so you've got Moab you can hit right now. San Rafael Swell, that's a good place. Um, you've got St. George, of course, that whole area. Incredible mountain biking trails. Incredible. Uh, I mean, you can do other things besides golf in St. George? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've got Snow Canyon State Park, which is beautiful. You've got Zion National Park, which is amazing, right right close to there. Um, and so that's in the southwest corner of the state. On the southeast side, south central and southeast side, you've got Lake Powell, and you've got. When, um, have es- you ever been to Lake Escalante? Powell in the winter? No. I th- I've been in October, and it was still hotter and crap down there. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I don't. I've never been in the winter. Or I don't ever hear people going down there in the. It must be. It must be cold, too cold to boat or something. I don't know. Maybe the water's cold. Yeah. Is I'm, that a thing? I don't, yeah, I'm sure it's cold. Um, 
trying to look up. Uh, let me see. I've also been to Bear Lake in October. So it's October is an interesting month. It can be friggin' hot. Um, and, it, and it can be really, really cold. Yeah. But what's a, what's a good place right close to uh, Lake Powell? Can you look up the marina, like Bullfrog or something, something, and see if that pulls up? Yeah, I, I tried to pull that up. It didn't, it didn't work. Up. No. Uh, this can't be right. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just Google or I just looked up Escalante. And according to my phone, this must be in Celsius. According to my phone, it's three degrees and raining. So, yeah, th- th- three and raining. Yeah. Yeah. You, wherever that is, you don't want to go there. And then tomorrow, it's supposed to be a high of three degrees and snowing. I think this must be, uh, must be in Celsius. I don't know what happened. Anyway, so yeah, you've got Lake Powell. And Lake, right, yeah, Lake Powell on my weather app shows 52 degrees. Okay. So That's not exactly jump in the water temperature. No, but there's lots of, I mean, there's places to hike and camp down there in that area. Just north of Lake Powell is an, an area called Escalante, which is one of my favorite places in the state. There's so many awesome canyons um, to explore. There's Coyote Gulch, which is a spectacular hike. And, uh, backpacking when you've got highs in the 50s and 60s is just perfect yeah and then uh in coyote gulch you're hiking through um you're hiking in and out of water but it's really not getting much deeper than about your shins or maybe your knees at the very deepest and then you're hiking in the sun with rocks and stuff in this i mean if it's 60 degrees in the sun next to warm rocks and all that stuff it actually it feels great even if you're walking in cold water. So that's a really nice place. Um, There's like Neon Canyon, which is another popular canyon down in Escalante. That's a little more technical slot canyon. Um, There's like Peekaboo and Spooky and some of those other that are non-technical slot canyons that are really cool to hike to right now. Uh, You just need to be careful about storms because you still can get flash floods. And you can get a, a winter storm come through and drop some inches of snow. Um, so that can be cold. Yeah, I saw it snowed in the Sahara Desert. Oh, really? Well, that's cool. Yeah. Does that never happen? No, I, it happens. It's just really rare. Only it's it's happened multiple times recently. Huh. But the photos are unreal. Oh, I bet it's amazing. Yeah, you got that red sand and then it's... Like on one side, it will the snow will stick, and the other side it doesn't. So you have like white with red, and that's pretty wild. Whoa, this looks amazing! I just googled Sahara Desert Snow 2021. This is incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd love to see that in person. Um, what are some other places in Utah? So Esclani, St. George, Moab. I mean, obviously it's south. Uh, I mean, can you play out west? Can yeah, the West Desert. There's, um, trying to think. Oddly enough, Antelope Island doesn't hold a ton of snow. No, it doesn't. Uh, and that's a great place to go during the winter because yeah. you can still trail run and bike, bike and stuff a lot of times. I'm not sure how or why. It must have something to do with it's on a lake, but right. 
yeah, it's. I don't know if it blows over the wind, it kicks it off or something. But maybe, maybe I see so many people trail running out. out there in the winter time because the trails are have very little snow. Right. Yeah, that's true. And Old Island's good. I'm trying to think, the West Desert. There's like down by um, what's that peak? The really high peak. Wheeler. Wheeler. No, not Wheeler. That's Nevada. Uh, that's right across into Nevada. But. Yeah, there's the one. Um, we talked about it like 150 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh wait, let me recall that. Real yeah, quick. that uh, that one. It's like the like the little little El Cap or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. I remember, remember that. that yeah, that's wow. Uh, don't that's remember a, the name that's out at in the all. West Desert, but that yeah. that one I'm sure has plenty of snow because it's it's way up there and stuff but that's a cool that's a really cool one that's a real popular place for like mini base jumping and and paragliding and stuff because there's an easy way to climb up to the top from around the edge and then you can just jump off this three thousand almost two thousand foot cliff it's wild yeah yeah so utah's got a lot of cool stuff to offer even during the winter if you're not a snowbird um within Three, four, five hours, six hours. Yeah. 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 Furthest one from us is Escalante, and that's probably a six to seven hour drive. Um, But that's, I don't know. It's it's not too bad, I guess. It's a long drive. Yeah. But it's worth it. uh, I've been down to Escalante five or six times, and every single time when I get home, I think, oh, I can't wait to go back. Oh, really? Yeah, I love it down there. I don't. I'm not a much of a desert person. Not like there's some people that just live for the desert and I'm not that type of person. I live for the mountains and live for skiing and all that stuff. Um, but Escalante is like the one place where it's, it's not as popular as Zion. It's not as popular as Moab. Um, but just as spectacular with the scenery. And, um, so it's, it's cool place to go. I'm on, I'm on board with uh, mountains over desert. I mean, some people just love the desert uh i although i moab is got a cool energy to it yeah i really dig moab and arches and uh if you haven't been to arches i mean the it's just it's it's my desert version of yellowstone it's just very unique and interesting and right oh yeah and and about four hours away yeah (laughs) yeah it's It's pretty, pretty wild pretty cool well, that gives you some ideas anyway. Yeah, so if you're if you're listening and you, you're from Utah or near Utah and you want to get away from the snow for a little while and enjoy some warmer temperatures, those are some options. Don't go to the Tetons. No. That's the opposite. It's not warm yeah. there. And it always snows there. Yeah. Yeah, um, also don't go to St. George in the next little while. You going down there? Well, I want to. St. George is a pretty big place. I don't think, <laughs> no, I think you're going to be all that's right. That's true. <laughs> but I'm getting so I'm getting this new mountain bike, and and I won't I won't be going until my wife gets a mountain bike. We're doing some shopping for her as well. And oh, I thought um, she had one, uh, an old one that we're gonna oh. we're gonna junk. No, she doesn't have a good one. Um, so once she gets a mountain bike, my parents have a have a home down there in St. George that we can stay at. So we're gonna go and make a long weekend of it do some mountain biking and go hike around uh like snow canyon with the kids and stuff like that yeah if you got a place to stay that's the way to do it yeah anyway sweet so there's that uh thanks for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoyed 
the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. And also check out gear30.com, that's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for deals on the latest and greatest in outdoor gear, including um, we have... We don't have mountain bike stuff. We don't have mountain bike stuff. No, we don't. But we do have skis like uh, the Vole Manti. We talked about that a few episodes ago, and that's becoming a popular ski. Yeah, we just just sold one a few minutes ago. Yeah, so that's becoming a popular ski, but we still have more. And uh, according to Chase, that's one of the best all-purpose Utah skis available, or even Western, I would say Western state skis. It's it's a good powder ski. It's a good groomer ski. It's kind of a good everything ski. So check that out online at gear30.com. We also have um, Hilleberg tents, which is pretty unique. Not too many people carry those. They're the best tents on the market, in my opinion. Uh, Western Mountaineering sleeping bags, um, Mystery Ranch backpacks, um, Zamberlin boots. Zamberlin boots. Yeah, those are unique. Yeah. Uh, you don't see those around as much. And they're just top quality backpacking boots, uh, Italian made. Awesome. Um, and uh, my and Icelandic skis. That's the one I yep. couldn't think of it. Icelandic skis. So, anyway, check those out at gear30.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Woo-hoo.